Oh, yes. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Chandler <laughs> just farted. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Mm. I am so loud. Okay. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of I Just Wrote This Book, the podcast with your 30 year old host, me, Taylor. <laughs> My birthday, my 30th birthday was on May 23rd. It is now May 26th. So I am 30 years old. Um, all right, ew, I'm going to stop being annoying, but it is weird. Olivia, I just talked to you about this being 30, saying 30 is weird to me, but it's fine. That's not what we're here for. I'm going to be weird offline about 30. Um, online, I'm going to be weird about my obsession of my favorite book, Everything, Everything by Nicola Yoon. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And I also have Jamie and Olivia with me. Jamie has been here before. She's my neighbor. Her dog, Boo, is my best friend. And Olivia is my friend through marriage. Olivia, um, you're, we're going to make this a thing. Friend-in-law. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, because I was like, oh, Olivia's my friend. And I'm like, no, there's more. There's more to Olivia than just a friend, you know? I love it. I think you should coin that term, friend. We have to find out if it exists anywhere else first. Yeah, well, that is you. That is us. Um, so yes, we have three people and it's, it's real nice and tight. <laughs> nice and tight in the recording studio right now. Okay, this episode came about because Jamie was like, ew, romance books suck. And I was like, not this one, read it. And she did. And she gave, you gave it five stars, right? I did. did. You did. I think four and a half for five. No, it was five. five. You told me five. It's, it's staying five. And in all honesty, my jaw hit the floor. Like I knew it was five stars for me before a non-romance reader to give it five stars. It was everything everything to me you see how I did that (laughs) um and then I wanted Olivia to read it because she loves romance but I wanted to see how it held up for her you know so this is I just wanted everyone to come together share their thoughts fears everything about it and like I just be happy because we're talking about my favorite book of all time um So we're all here, Jamie, Olivia, and myself, to discuss Everything, Everything by Nicola Yoon. So long story short, but not really long because you can deadass finish this book in one sitting. Did you finish it on your flight to somewhere? I did. Just straight. The first, you finished it on one flight. A a few flights, I think. A few flights. I think out of labor. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. You finished it within like a day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Maddie, never, ever, ever leaves her home because she has severe combined immunodeficiency or skid. I will never say what the real word of skid is ever again, because it's just a lot. Um, if she leaves the house, she dies. And then Ollie and his family move in next door. And she's like, um, who that? Because he's all tall and jumps on things and has nice arms. And then Ollie's all enamored by the girl next door. They instant message, which, yes, love the nostalgia of that. Um, They instant message all throughout the night and develop mental feelings for each other. And then when they meet in real life, thanks to nurse Carla, who Olivia loves, 
She saved the book for Olivia. Um, all their chemistry bursts into screaming color. Maddie leaves her house because she's like, I'm in love with this dude. I want to see the world. Like it's worth it. She's willing to risk her life. And they go to Hawaii. When she's in Hawaii, she faints. She dumps Ollie because she's like, oh no, I almost ruined my life, ruined my mom, my mom, And he's like, but I love you. And she's like, it doesn't matter. I have to save my family. And then, <laughs> and then she finds out that she was never sick and her mom went crazy after her dad and brother died. And then she go get her man. Did I miss anything? <laughs> I don't think so. I think you nailed the synopsis. <laughs> yeah, I'm a very good, like, shortened version, shortened person. Like, I can tell you a story in like five minutes. You deserve like a editor spot, like Spark Notes or Cliff Notes or one of yes, those sites that high schoolers so. use to yes. avoid their literature projects. But like cool books, because I don't understand Shakespeare. I don't understand mm-hmm. Jane Austen and all them hoes. Like, Listen, you have to read some like Taming of the Shrew so that you can understand some of these romance plots better. I, I do get that, but no. <laughs> I'll have you be my spark notes. <laughs> okay, so Jamie, since you are not a romance reader at all, I literally forced this on you, which I don't mind. What were your thoughts going into this book? I thought that I would be bored, but I try to have an open mind because I trust you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I that's it. Okay, that's good. Olivia, what, okay, what were your thoughts going into it? Um, I had already known that it was like made into a movie mm-hmm. and I had never seen the movie, but I also knew is she the same author that wrote like the sun is also a yeah. star and like yeah. that one was also a movie yeah and so because I knew that it was like a times bestseller because it was already made into a major motion picture mm-hmm. I thought only good things like it only goes up from there books just don't get made into movies every day so I thought you know going into it I was having good vibes good feelings about it Okay, good. What did you, how, how did you like it? You gave it four and a half stars, right? Yeah, it could have been five stars if her mom wasn't crazy. Well, her mom was crazy. It could have been, I understand that her mom is the major plot device. Yeah. The entire plot of the book would not have happened if she didn't have a crazy mom. Correct. But it was really, um, what was that other like real life story about the mom had like Munchausen's Gypsy Rose yeah and she was Uh like making her daughter really sick Uh and at first I was like kind of getting those vibes because her mom was even crazy about her buying like shirts in different colors I think Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. she realized that she was only wearing like white Mm -hmm. and she wanted to like have more color and her mom was like why didn't you tell me yeah like man your mom is sketch like it's just a cotton blend (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt it's just a Uh t-shirt and like I don't understand why you can't go outside but like your everything has to be white like Uh you can only have white things it's just 
So I thought something was up from the beginning. So her mom kind of like took it from five stars to four and a half. Yeah. Carla saved the day. Understandable. Understandable. Um, the only I think about this room a lot in the book, the green room. Oh, that room sounds so cool. It was like covered in glass and like had plants everywhere and like a stream in the floor. Mm -hmm. I was like, that part weirded me out. Like this the pond slash stream. Because I read that part a few times thinking, am I picturing this room with a stream in it? Or did she actually describe Mm -hmm. a stream? And I was like, no, she did. And like rocks. And it was like all fake plants. Like tropical. Yeah. I just, I I love me a sunroom. I love me a sunroom. So I was there for it. I would feel so depressed though if it was a sunroom filled with like fake plants. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I love me a sunroom. I want one one day. Um, so everything, everything by Nicola Yoon is dead ass my number one favorite book of all time. Like, do I have favorite books? Yes, but if someone is like, "What is your favorite book?" I will say everything, everything. So. In this book, it is heavily spoken that love is everything, everything, and worth the risk. Jamie and Olivia, would you risk everything, everything, or just a little some-some for love? Dramatic pause. (laughs) I mean... I would love yes love of my dog or a human well Ollie is a human so we're gonna go how the book is so yeah for another man would you risk everything everything for the man of your love life or just a little something (laughs) um I'm gonna say no so but I don't have that connection. Like, well, something just happened. Okay, yours. Okay, sorry. Maybe something. if I was in a relationship, yeah, you know, and I had that, but I don't have that yeah. person that I would, other than Boo, <laughs> my best friend. So we'll say no. <laughs> uh, but something, something, or what do you just mean? No. Like just like wrists. You know, like a little something, like a hangnail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like if I just got like a little cold, if I went out. Yeah. 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 Olivia what about you you're married so yeah I'm going all in you don't risk everything everything I'm gonna risk it because if I'm putting myself in her shoes just living this sad half life with these fake plants and only seeing my mom and then she fires my nurse who's like my best friend I'm going all in because this is not a life worth living Mm-hmm. you know like terminally ill or sick or not at some point it's like what is five more years if doing nothing mm-hmm. you know can't do it I could not I could not live a life of solitude only speaking with two people all the rest of my life mm-hmm. that would be the saddest existence and I'd rather just not <laughs> Um, yeah, I asked Nicholas because, you know, 
we're just in a relationship um and yeah he was like nah (laughs) he was like something something but not everything everything and like I agree like everything everything no thank you I'm not brave enough I would be like I don't want yeah I there there's just so much no (laughs) but I'm just I just think we're on the same page because it would be bad I I was like yeah I would risk everything everything and I'm like oh well like I'm sure if I asked my husband he would say no yeah yeah (laughs) like I'm I'm 100% sure he would say no yeah but if I'm putting myself into her shoes and I have spent 17 to 18 years of my life thinking that I'm terminally ill if I go outside at some point she has had to have like come to terms with thinking like I'm okay with dying Mm -hmm. like this is gonna gonna happen like regardless so like what better time yeah to do in something this risky yeah when she was in Hawaii and she would like get short of breath she's like no I don't want to die now and I'm like well sis you brought yourself here (laughs) to die it was just a lot it was a lot I guess it was Um, your choice you wrote a goodbye postcard (laughs) literally so yeah Maddie has to stay indoors all day every day under her mother's care on a scale of one to ten how valid was her mom's reasoning and action a negative 10 <laughs> negative 50 I mean she's not even I love that honestly honestly on the scale. honestly I would give her a three no because <laughs> like when you leave literally one of my like top anxieties of the day is leaving my house like I the I hate leaving my house I hate when Nicholas goes off into the world and I don't know where he is or I can't see him so like I get it she just wanted to protect her child I just want to protect my boyfriend and my dog like it the world is a crazy place which whatever that's what that was like her mom's reasoning so yes I'm gonna give her a three now would I lock Nicholas up and not not let him out into the world (laughs) maybe (laughs) no (laughs) but I want everyone to notice that pause because I did think about it just like Rapunzel (laughs) but like I know that Nicholas let down your long hair (laughs) I know that like yeah like you can't protect someone from everything that's just like life will find them somehow some way drops her into the negative for me is that level of protection I'm fine with I'm fine with the mental instability I'm fine with her mom really struggling with it I'm fine with her mom really having a hard time knowing that this is all I have left I do not condone like the lying about something that's like a serious illness yeah Yeah. and like that could really like alter you know, something that's super rare and life altering. And it's just like, there was a way to go about that, that would have been better, you know, a more appropriate way to say like, you're all I have left and I love you and I want to be your best friend. And, you know, we're going to get through this together and I want to keep you safe. 
without saying like, oh, you're really sick and you're dying. So all this guilt that you feel mm-hmm. and burdened, like you have to, like, I take care of you mm-hmm. and I provide you with everything you need to stay alive and all of this fancy airlock system. Yeah. Like, it's a little... I I loved when her mom was like going off the hinges. She's like, I love you. Don't leave me. I had to. I had to. I it was just perfect. She and then Maddie's like, what are you? What? What? <laughs> Maddie was just like picking up on context clues, like, mm, mom, you sus. Um, speaking of, I love like the differences of like genres because this is obviously a romance, but I've read like a mystery thriller I don't like a mystery and like the mom like took care of the son and like she would fatten him up so that he couldn't leave her it was just yeah so Hansel and Gretel yeah so it's like different because like I feel like we have sort of a soft spot maybe 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 not I do because I gave her a three for her mom but like for that other book the mystery book I was like Oh no, she crazy. You know? Same I don't same know. situation, but Yeah, because the fattening him up. I yeah, like yeah, she part. was like unhealthy with him. At least um Maddie's mom kept her as healthy as possible. Right. You know? Right, right. Okay. So riddle me this. How long could you stay indoors before getting cabin fever? Not very long eight hours really oh my god if I was sleeping (laughs) overnight (laughs) yeah Yeah, Um, that's that's a tough one really we were in that vitamin from this yeah and that wasn't enough man but I still like went out to my backyard and you know took the dogs out and yeah like I had to go through drive-thrus yeah um Nick said he could stay indoors for one week um we just had COVID together and now I'm down to two days like <laughs> I hated it I was like oh no nah. uh-uh, uh-uh. I need out I need fresh air I need sunlight like uh-uh well that's like back in September I had COVID and my husband didn't so I was quarantining separately mm-hmm. in our home and I was in this bedroom for 10 days by myself oh my god and so it's just like that that is you go crazy you sit on a bed you sit at a desk yeah you get up and you walk around but that's my daily walk was back and forth to the shower (laughs) like I couldn't do that um what I'll start with you Jamie what is something that your parents always said no to when you were growing up Maybe I should have started with Olivia. (laughs) Olivia, what is something your parents always said no to when you were growing up? Jamie's. I don't really know how to answer that because my parents didn't really always like specifically have something that they said no to, Mm -hmm. but my dad is really decisive. So it's like everything we would ask for, he would always like be devil's advocate or he would always ask those leading questions to like, make us either say like yes like I'm really in and I'm going to do this I'm going to get this or we would come to terms with ourselves like no you know I don't really want 
to do that or no I don't really want to get that so it was never really like a no Mm. it was like a decision he would like walk us through like a decision making process Mm. and maybe that's why I'm so like weird and type a and like overthink everything like every decision (laughs) but there wasn't anything like particular that was like always a no towards did you think of yours I did what's yours so my parents would never let me go jet skiing half what's jet skiing the one that's on yeah on the the water okay Mm -hmm. interesting um but it's kind of funny similar to this book like my friend got a really bad accident when we were in like eighth grade Mm. and like basically almost died out Mm -hmm. in California Mm -hmm. so ever since then they've been like no Mm. so it's kind of like this you've been since I have as an adult (laughs) yes you had to wait until you were over 18 I was in college so not really they were still mad that's funny um my mom said always said no I'm like damn can I do anything go anywhere that's probably why I rebelled (laughs) why you like to stay home huh it's why you like to stay home because I've rebelled (laughs) so hard that like I don't need to do anything else um yeah my I don't even consider it being protective she was just like no and I'm like why not because I've said so and I'm like valid okay (laughs) I don't know what you say after that (laughs) you didn't you didn't say anything (laughs) no I just was like stomped upstairs like frick okay um so Maddie took a risk on love on her life on her mom on her man she was just risking all kinds of up down everywhere um Olivia what's your last risk taken the last risk you've taken does that make sense did I say right yeah um I don't know I think like the biggest life risk would be like so like after Brett and I got married we decided to like up and buy a house and get new jobs and move and just kind of say like we're doing this, throwing caution <laughs> to the wind. And um, today, you and I had a conversation a little bit earlier about how like PTO as like a teacher yeah. kind of works out. And yeah. we were like, well, what if we have a family yeah. and I move jobs and I don't have a maternity leave? And like, right. how are we going to? And he was just like, we'll just figure it out. Like, if that happens, like, it's just, you can't risk working at a job that you don't enjoy and it brings stress into your life. And like that wouldn't be conducive to having a family anyway and you have this opportunity so you have to take it mm-hmm. and like that's that's scary when you you know work for several years and like save up paid time off mm-hmm. and then you have to leave it all behind mm-hmm. but risk paid off and like I genuinely love my job now and where we landed and we don't have a child yet so it all worked out yeah didn't have to didn't have to make any tough choices yeah um what about you Jamie I asked Olivia first because I was like what Jamie (laughs) think on this I feel like I don't take a lot of risks but I was thinking I guess buying a house oh yeah a fixer up well kind of a fixer upper yeah yeah I would consider that a risk yeah it's a 
Yeah. 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 Um, Especially if you bought it recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a month ago. Yeah. Let me think. Hmm. Hmm. What's my last risk taken? Sorry for the awkward pause. Um, my last risk. You asked the last risk. He sleep. Ask the major authors to read your book, and that's risky. Okay, yeah. So you can go out on a limb, and I tried. I'm people that they admire. I am like thoroughly obsessed with like getting myself out there I don't care how like yet will I sweat to death yes but like I'm I'm not I need I need to work passionately I need to be happy with my job and career so yes I am like putting myself out there to the highest extent and today me and Olivia went to go see authors Christina Lauren best day ever and then um yeah I was I printed out the first chapter of my novel and I was like do you want to read it and they were like oh we would love to but can't (laughs) they like but that was a risk and like you put yourself out there yes they don't read don't read can't read unpublished works which I totally get and understand but yeah they didn't they weren't like no you stupid troll (laughs) which I felt like they could they have said. so nice about it yes they they are great I loved it and I felt good about asking that and now I know in the future that I can't just go up to publish authors and be like when I read my book so like it was a risk yeah it, it was, was a risk that was my risk yeah and that was very recent. today yeah <laughs> very very recent but yeah like I said I am literally just putting myself out there I don't even care anymore like so Ollie asked Maddie in the book, he's like, where do you want to go the most? And she says, besides outer space, the ocean, the beach, hence how they ended up in Hawaii. Um, so Jamie had time to think. We're going to start with her. <laughs> Jamie, where do you want to go the most? I decided that I want to go to like one of those islands out in Malaysia or like the Philippines mm-hmm. where there's beaches, but there's also other yeah. excursions and tours. Yeah, like cool. That. Nick said he wanted to go to a tropical island. That's it. No location, just a place. And we're just going to let him have that. He's got goals, man. Yeah. Goals. yeah. Very specific, my boyfriend is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, where do you want to go to the most? Um, I don't know, probably somewhere in the Mediterranean, like, Santorini, Greece, the Maldives. Yeah. Mine is Greece as well. I don't know. Oh, we just go together. Yeah, let's do that. I don't know where specifically, probably Santorini. Um, but yeah, I really, really, really want to go to Greece. Like it's just so pretty. Mm-hmm. Have you seen yeah. the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants mm-hmm. too? When the, yeah, I, I'm just obsessed. We went to, when we were in Italy, we went to the coast on the mm-hmm. Mediterranean mm-hmm. and it's not Greece, but the Mediterranean is so gorgeous. Beautiful. I bet. Oh my gosh. I literally have chills just thinking about it. Let's um, go. Okay. Bet. Um, Jamie, this is, what's, what, do you even know the last romance novel you read? No. <laughs> You're usually mystery thriller type 
or like I like historical fiction that's what I've read the last two I've read have been that oh okay kind of random but yeah historical romance fiction yeah usually there is romance in it I guess but you're like oh I'm learning something so yeah this is good yeah they are all mostly romance yeah huh well okay (laughs) what's your reluctance to just the plain romance that it's boring Mm. what how is just that like thrillers is yeah exciting yeah is it well I'm like okay (laughs) because like sometimes I get bored with romance but it's just because I've read them a lot so then I switch to mystery thriller but like you don't read them a lot (laughs) I guess that's a good point like I just assume they're all kind of the same but Mm -hmm. everything everything was yeah very different yeah maybe that's why I liked it (laughs) all right well lucky for you your girl reads a lot of mystery thriller and I have started a list for you um I finished the line club by Annie Ward and I was like Jamie would like this so I'm just gonna keep on making a list for you to like get a good little sense of reading of what you like and (laughs) you're welcome thank you um you so Olivia you have a Kindle correct yes okay are you like on the the spring challenge thing probably not oh my god I love challenges so I like love my little Kindle like obviously I read physical books I don't really do audiobooks much but um they were like get this badge if you read a nonfiction book and I got Joshua Peck's book you know from Drake and Josh mm-hmm. I got his like physical book and I was like this won't count towards my badge so then I got a not another nonfiction book to get the badge <laughs> I like badges all right I will read almost anything for a badge <laughs> were like, you a girl scout growing up no no Did you get, like the badges on your vest <laughs> No, that's like to do work. I just do it to read. You know? Like you I'm not have my Girl Scout vest. What'd you say? You have all these. You could just have mine and just I'll bring it to you so you can see all my badges. <laughs> you could stun on me real quick. Um do you like challenges and badges? Jamie? <laughs> like on a Kindle or my Apple Watch? No, yeah. but I like challenges in general. Okay, well, maybe when you get your Kindle soon, mm-hmm. hopefully. <laughs> if I hadn't bought the house. Yes. Um, you will, like, develop a love of badges and challenges. I just, I love things to, like, get me out of my comfort zone, you know? Like, I don't really go out of my way to read a nonfiction book before a badge I'm about to read this nonfiction book. Um, what's it called? It's called Somebody's Daughter by Ashley Ford, if anyone is interested. I think I remember telling you today that there was a nonfiction book sitting on a shelf and I said I would rather just stop reading than read that book <laughs> yeah and I found so that to be really you didn't read any nonfiction because that was like historical nonfiction not really like a bit I guess it just like depends like I find autobiographical like yeah, like reading about people's lives or like situations in people's lives um but just like, I don't know, like certain types of nonfiction, I'm just not, I don't know, I'm just not drawn to it as much. And I think it's because of my profession. I do a lot of professional reading mm-hmm. that teaches oh, me need, to like, be, escape. yeah, so it's just like, I can't really sit down and choose to read something nonfiction 
when I know I'm going to be reading some informational article mm -hmm. or some textbook about how to teach kids math better. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I can't do that willingly on my own time when I know I have to do it. Okay. For I, work. I can totally um, support you in that. This is a random question and we kind of talked about this earlier, Olivia, but what is your favorite way to read a book? Audio, like paperback, hardback, or on your Kindle? Kindle, 100%. Ebook is my favorite method. I like to own physical books as trophies, <laughs> but it is not beneath me um, to have the Kindle version and a physical copy if I like a book enough to display it on my shelf. You haven't even read Love in Other Words yet by Christina Lauren, but she like bought it on her Kindle and then bought it today. <laughs> yeah, well, I got today's signed. Yeah, um, it was really funny. So I used to have Love in Other Words and I don't know where it is, but it's fine. Um, and I couldn't find it in the bookstore. And then I saw Olivia with it and I was like, give me it. And she was like, go get your own. And I was like, oh, there's extras. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she got the last one because I was searching all up and down that bookstore for that book and I was like I would literally fight you for it but I didn't have to um I just went and got my own <laughs> would have. she would have fought me if I'm not the one who would have driven us there <laughs> she would have yeah. had her own car to drive her butt home yeah you would have yeah. fought me and left me there for dead <laughs> um so well you don't read do you do you listen to audiobooks Jamie no so I um, should. I listen to podcasts when I drive. Yeah. I listen to books. Yeah. Um, so you can't really answer this question because all you read is <laughs> paper and hardback. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Well, on to me. Um, my favorite way to read a book, probably Kindle, because I love how inconspicuous it is and I can read like all the time, no matter where, who, what, why, you know? app on my phone just like yep. checking in the grocery store parking lot yep mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um what are you currently reading olivia um well it's a toss-up because um as you know i have my take a hint danny brown book that i need to either that you literally <laughs> have read. hours to read before you return <laughs> I either have to speed read or return it to the library and then recheck it out at a later date because I've had it for like four weeks. Jamie, you might not know this about me, but I'm a public school teacher and I, I'm i embarrassed um, to say how long it took me to read everything, everything yeah. um, because I started reading it in early May and May for school teachers is just a nightmare and I had like three functioning brain cells um and so the idea of trying to cram a book um in a few days before I turn it into the library that I've had for way too long is not enticing so I might switch over to like a high fantasy um or like a fantasy romance something that will really just kind of completely wipe my mind something that I really have to like dig into a lot of like world building and something completely no outer space books but <laughs> <That's so wrong. laughs> um um what's I gonna say okay Olivia do you like write out what books you're gonna read do you like make a list 
and like stick to that list or do you just like go by the wind I'm a mood reader so I typically go by the wind okay um you know I'm doing the ABC challenge this year um but I'm not necessarily going in ABC order I'm kind of like skipping around on that list of course yeah and then if if there's some like random book that like sparks my interest that's not on the list and I just feel like in the mood to read that then I'll read that but I'm typically a mood reader I will like I go to the library a lot so I have to like read by the library um and my next book the book I'm currently reading is another Liv Constantine book what was it the last time I saw you and they, they their books scare me like the last Mrs. Parrish like freaked me the hell out so I literally planned it I was like I'm gonna read this one and then four romance novels has Jamie read the last Mrs. Parrish I don't no. think so that needs to be on her it's on her list oh. definitely oh my god I cannot um do you know what you're currently reading are you currently reading something yes but I am so bad with titles Mm -hmm. and I I have no idea what it's called okay well I was going to ask you guys this too it just popped in my head like what is your quote-unquote favorite way to get a book to read like I go to the library like daily (laughs) I am a library book reader um mainly because in these independent bookstores like 40 minutes away from me and gas is five dollars a gallon so I'm not driving 40 minutes (laughs) I will go to the library and just like make a list of things I want to buy at an independent bookstore i.e how I cleaned house at Joseph Beth books um but yeah Olivia you go to the library too but you also have an independent bookstore like 15 minutes away so do you prefer library or bookstore Um, I think it depends. Um, My new rule is that I'm only checking out one book at a time from the library Mm. because I am a mood reader. So sometimes if I have like two or three books out from the library at a time, I feel really guilty because I might not always be in the mood for those books. And I like renew them quite a few times. And then I feel guilty because people probably have these books (laughs) on hold and they're waiting for them. So my new rule is to only check one library book out at a time. Um, but I am so guilty of seeing like one quote on book talk or bookstagram or book Twitter and being like, I'm going to read that book. And I like instantly buy the Kindle book Yeah. or I find it on Kindle unlimited and then I read it. And then if I love it, I will go to the bookstore and I will buy a copy for my shelf yeah. to have. And then if I don't love it love it then I'm just like well now it's just in my kindle library and it's fine yeah Yeah, Um, I'm so guilty about that and I'm guilty of I will buy the whole series mm -hmm. I will not just buy the first book like if I'm reading a book like if everything everything had like three books Mm -hmm. I would have bought all three before even reading the first one because if I was going all in I was going all in valid valid (laughs) um so to wrap up tell me um we're gonna go with olivia olivia what is everything everything to you the book or just like in life to you not the book deep that's a deep question 
I'm a deep person. Deep like the ocean is blue and deep. That was, that was a bad quote. <laughs> I teach little kids. Okay, man. When I say things like that, they think I'm very philosophical. Oh, that's and I say them out loud. And then I say them out loud to adults and I think I'm crazy. Yeah. Um, everything, everything to me. Because everything, everything in the book was love. What yeah, I think. Everything to you. This is going to sound like super conceited, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I think everything, everything to me is me. Like it's, it's, it's my cup and it's like my bucket and like how I'm able to like fill others and like give a hundred percent. Like you can't, it's such like an odd, like, okay, really think about it. We talk about mental health, like all the time my jaw is on the floor (laughs) I know it is I know it is but it's just like (sighs) you don't fill your own cup you can't do anything like I am an acts of service person Uh like my family's really important to me like you think of all of these things that are really important to you but like as somebody who has struggled with mental health and like has struggled to like say no and put themselves first like I can't do any of those things that bring me joy or like I can't have something be my everything when I'm at zero. And so like finding that in me, like finding things that like make me feel important and make me feel validated that like fill my bucket so I can like fill others' buckets. Mm-hmm. Like that's like super important to me because that like has not always been me. I've always been that person to give you the shirt off my back, never say no and run myself until I had nothing left to give. And then wonder why I'm so like sad and miserable and like, don't have any validation. And so I started putting myself first more and like being there for me. And so I can be the best version of myself for others. So, I mean, I know that kind of sounds conceited. That was the best thing I've heard all day. (laughs) Like, I know that sounds conceited. Um, Like, I can't say that, you know, my family can be everything to me when I can't even be there for myself. I can't be everything for me. Jamie, do you even want to follow up with your answer? (laughs) Because I doubt it's as good as Olivia's. (laughs) I'm so sorry. And it sounded so terrible at first. And I just ramble about. Jamie and I literally looked at each other and was like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like my dog, you know, just. (laughs) Valid. But actually like experiences, like travel, Mm -hmm. going to games, like Mm -hmm. that's. That's what that keeps you keeps me going. Oh, I love that. Um, See, she's filling her bucket. Yes, <laughs> she just she just said experiences, but that's a me answer. <laughs> she's putting herself first by giving herself um, and knowledge. <laughs> um, everything said it in a much more appropriate way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny. Um, everything, everything to me is creating, like that's my best self. And like, even when I'm creating, like it takes a toll, but I'm like, I'm so, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is how I'm supposed to live. Da, da, da. So yes. Um, 
yeah we just i love how self-aware we are and <laughs> olivia some more than others <laughs> <laughs> i will never let me get a t-shirt made i want a t-shirt made i am, I am my own everything i put nothing before myself <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna add that to the swag shop <laughs> Jamie said have a t-shirt that says I am everything everything <laughs> if you think I'm not gonna add it to the swag shop you got another thing coming <laughs> um okay so oh my god you guys literally I cannot thank you enough for coming on working with me Jamie's got a house Olivia has the end of the school year and I'm just like creating multiple projects blah 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 you know I always tell Jamie I have class and she's like oh that's all you do and I'm like doing a million things but she just categorize them all to class <laughs> and it's fine um but yeah I'm like really really thankful that you we all like were able to work around all of our schedules all of life and just like come here for this hour for I just write this book the podcast um so thank you very much. I can't wait to have you both on either together or separately in the future because <laughs> that is just how we do. Um, Jamie, I will see you in Miami. Olivia, I will see you at the wedding. And listeners, we will be together again next month on Thursday, June 30th. Back at it again with Chelsea Latrice, the soon to be Mrs. Candace. Um, and she and I will be talking about Queenie by Candace Cardi Williams. So thank you. Bye-bye.